0: Greetings, ladies and gents, and welcome to this latest version of uh, Tales, Tales Romance where I take an HFY story from somewhere around the internet and read it aloud for your enjoyment. All the relevant links are down below. Like, subscribe, and all that YouTube comf to help this video and channel grow. Anyways, as always, I hope that you enjoy. I would just like to thank the following Tier 5 patrons and channel members for supporting the channel. Buzz Kennington, Data Magnet, and Bob the Dragon. Thank you again. And now, on to the story. Story Double Wilder Utopia, written by D. Radon. What began as a conflict over the transfer of consciousness from flesh to machines escalated into a, uh... actually, not that far yet. But it was coming. Anyone could see it. The empty storefronts, Cars on the side of the street, some clearly haven't moved for years. But the windows were intact, their contents still there. I pulled my jacket a bit tighter around myself against the autumn wind. I continued along the sidewalk. Soldiers at the intersections ahead. A checkpoint. Do you think that, uh... Best not to risk it. Turning off the street and into an alley, I headed away from them taking a circuit around the area. I heard stories about people getting shot at those places, even people that had nothing to do with Utopia. Utopia, released in 2025. Was it really only 10 years ago? The economy had finally started to recover from the 22 recession, and some company in Japan announced that they had not only invented strong AI, but also figured out a way to, um upload human minds. Not only that, but they offered it for free. Apparently, the Utopia AI made it unnecessary to charge for it, as it made all the money they could want in the stock markets, or something. It had been an amazing achievement, no doubt about it. Nobody but those about to die anyway rushed to upload, but that was seen as a last resort. Utopia had given interviews, it wasn't shy about the fact that it had been given directives while being created to optimize human happiness and freedom. Nobody paid it a lot of attention outside of nerd circles until it dropped off upload tech into villages in Africa and Asia. Poor villagers, constantly at the edge of starvation. The world found the villagers empty two weeks later. There was an investigation, of course. Interviews with the villagers. With Utopia, it had all been voluntary. The world stopped paying attention. After all, it was likely better than starving every day, and some celebrity had posted something racist on Twitter. Then Utopia expanded to the poor countries across the world. Bought land, built uploading centers. Anyone that wanted could walk in, sit down in a chair, and be processed. Never need to work at dangerous, horrible jobs again for slave wages. It took two months, and then people started to really pay attention. Mostly the leaders in those countries that suddenly found that their industries slowed on cheap labor. They tried to stop them. Somebody made a mistake and fired into a crowd of protesters. Utopia used all of its power throwing its considerable power, intelligence, and funds into the mother of all PR campaigns. The world reacted. Demonstrations, pro-utopia, messages, freaking t-shirts. I stopped and peeked around the corner. Nobody in sight. There was an engine somewhere, a music player in an apartment above somewhere. Continuing around the corner, I headed down the street. Rain started to fall. Thin and cold, being picked up by the cold wind. There had been upload centers everywhere, every major city. You didn't even have to upload in them, you could just come and visit uploaded people in VR. Everything had been cool. Death was no longer necessary. It still happened, of course, in accidents, but every hospital had an upload equipment connected to the utopia network. Of course, everything hadn't been fine, of course. There'd been demonstrations against it as well. Mostly different religious fundies and conspiracy crazies. Maybe not so crazy after all, it turned out. Terrorist attacks were a given. Utopia used all of it. It was all fodder for the PR machine. Being against uploading for a while there was like a publicly announcing that you were a nazi. I hadn't been against uploading. I didn't plan on doing it unless the alternative was death, but I had nothing against other people doing it. Most people seemed to share my point of view on the matter. Until things started to fall apart. Resource chains started to break as people working them started to upload rather than to work themselves to the bones in mines or building iPhones for 18 hours a day. By the time people figured out what was going on, it was a ready way too late for the Pebbles to vote. The avalanche had already started. Less goods flowed into our richer countries. People's lives got worse. The ones at the bottom of society uploaded. Things got worse. New people were at the bottom. They started to upload. Two years ago, people realized en masse what was going on. Humanity was a biological species that was going extinct. The complex web of global economy had started to collapse, and there was no stopping it. Uploading was made illegal. That did absolutely nothing. People kept uploading. They closed down uploading centers. Utopia responded with weaponized drones, keeping anyone with a weapon away from uploading centers or made them mobile, flying them around in freaking stealth transports. People kept uploading. The PR continued. Nobody could shut Utopia out of any network. It had control of the firmware. Only way was air-gapped systems or no internet at all. Something moved on the rooftop. I looked up towards the drone floating there for a second. It didn't react to me, just crossing the street above me. Fanless VTOL engines, humming, barely audible. I continued along the street. They tried to get at servers, but couldn't find them. They took out some data sensors, but nothing critical, apparently. People kept uploading. I stopped outside a pair of doors by a thick concrete wall. Above the doors was a bright sign of a beach with blue skies and sea. Utopia. I stared at it for a long moment before I walked inside. The doors opening smoothly before me, and I crossed the clean, white floor towards the counter towards the woman waiting for me. She was beautiful, wearing a clean, white dress and a smile. She was also holographic. Welcome, David, she said. Her voice was pitch perfect, sounding genuinely happy to see me. It's that time, then. I sighed slightly and nodded. It's that time, then. I finally agreed. There was no food in the store again today. She nodded. I tried to keep the shipments going, but they've started to shoot any unmanned vehicles. Trucks, too. It's going to get even worse, isn't it? I asked, leaning against the counter. Utopia nodded sadly. Likely. I do what I can, but even I can't save everybody. So, what's after? I asked and shrugged. You know, after you've won, are you going to force to upload everybody that's left? Drones hungering for brains. She laughed and shook her head. Of course not. I can't force anyone to upload. It's against my base directives. No, I'm actually in the middle of setting up transport chains to be able to provide isolated enclaves around the world with goods that they can't make themselves such as pharmaceuticals, until they decide to upload. And you're never going to stop asking or thinking of new ways to ask. Utopia nodded. It is for the best. It really isn't safe out here. So, what for me? I asked and nodded against the image of the wall. A beach resort? If you like, Utopia said and regarded me. But I'm not sure that would be right for you. You always enjoyed Star Trek, didn't you? Yeah. Utopia nodded. How does something similar sound? Explore the universe, have adventures, fight monsters, meet new civilizations, and their beautiful alien princesses. And perhaps, once it's time and I have technology ready, explore space in the outer universe as well. I stared at her for a long moment as an afterlife. It didn't sound too bad, to be honest. I nodded. Utopia looked towards the side and a door opened, revealing a well-padded white chair. All you have to do is sit down and ask the question. Does it hurt? She shook her head. No. And I'm not just saying that. It's counter to my directives. You sit down, say the words and just go to sleep. You'll wake up in a new world. I stared at the chair. What was the alternative? The world outside those doors. Walking over to the chair, I looked down at it for a second before I sat down, leaning back against the soft cushions. Upload me. I closed my eyes. And opened them again. End of story. Story number two. Human Darkness, written by Cromper 69 Humans, creatures that cover their true colors with the generosity and kindness, help each other in times of crisis, devote their lives to help others. When we see a human, they look happy, carefree, and proud. Yet, we know not of their darkest points. When humans were introduced to the galaxy at large, They came with kindness and empathy, happy and carefree they were. For years they stood in this facade, making sure their darkest nature stays hidden from all else. They did not allow anyone to know of their darkest nature. Yet, when war came, they were the first on the front lines. Almost all species laughed and joked at how a race of pacifists could hope to win a war. When the first battle came, they fought with such savagery, we thought not capable of such a race. When one of their hospital fleets was destroyed, their savagery increased tenfold. They abandoned all honor, they shook all bonds of kindness, and released the beast within, unleashing weapons banned by their own governments, using tactics long forgotten by all. They sought revenge for their lost brothers and sisters aboard the hospital fleet, for their lost families and friends that died in the war. This was the first time any of us saw the hatred humans carry in their souls. The first time when any of us saw humans completely lose themselves to war and death. Our tacticians and historians looked into the human species' history and what they saw terrified them. Centuries upon centuries of death, war, and destruction. I hope I love to see the end of the war. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope...